and verse 1. Hallelujah. On the way, Ephesians 5 and verse 1. Wonderful word. Be ye therefore followers of God. Say, I'm a follower of God. But then it says, as dear children, hmm, and walk in love as Christ hath also loved us and hath given himself for us an offering, a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling favor. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, I want to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 15. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence. 2 Corinthians 9, 15 says, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Say, Lord, I thank you for your unspeakable gift. Now I want to take you to Romans 8 and 37. As we build the case and get understanding. Romans 8 and 37 says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, I am persuaded that neither nor life, I am persuaded nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Folks, today's message is entitled, being thankful for your divine love connection. Say, I'm thankful because I got a love connection that's increasing in 2020 and beyond. Here in my opening text, we're reminded that we who are, have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are to daily walk in love as Christ also loved us and had given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. In other words, each day <laughs> we have to daily choose to function in this world the same way Jesus did when he was here in the flesh. Say every day, I need his help. Every day, every single day. I need his help. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus chose to walk in love. And when we mature, hallelujah, and walk in his love, nothing can separate us from his love that never fails. Love, pastor, is a deep and tender feeling 
a deep and tender affection towards God. Mm, mm, mm. Something given to help the needy. Love comes to help you. Yes. Say, God's love, God's love comes to help me, comes when, to help me. When, I when I can't love. Hallelujah. Now, Luke 7 and 44, let me give you an example. Luke 7 and 44. This is so precious. Holy Ghost helped them to get this. Luke 7, 44. This is Jesus connecting with a woman that's been in some interesting places. And he turned to the woman and said, unto Simon, Simon, see thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with tears. Now get a visual of that. Somebody's feet, Jesus' feet, being washed with tears. And wiped them with the hair of her head. Thou gave me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, have not ceased to kiss my feet. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, when's the last time you kissed somebody's feet? Come on, come on. My head with oil, thou didst not anoint. But this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, get this, her sins, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. Wow. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. Now here's this woman, knowing that her, her, her life is all jacked up, all messed up, and she makes a connection with Jesus. Yes. And she loves on Jesus. Folks, here we tap into one of the master keys to real love connection. The moment you experience firsthand the love that flows without condemnation, and allows you to press beyond your human faults to total victory, awaiting you ahead. That God kind of love that never fails when it's received with thanksgiving within and without. Here's a woman who knew that her life was all messed up, and she came running to Jesus, and Jesus loved on her, did not condemn her, but said, because she came, the way she came, God loved on her. When folk come to church, they don't come to get beat up. They don't come to be condemned. They come to be loved on. And one of the reasons people don't want to come to church because they come to some churches and all they do is get beat up. You ain't dressing right. You ain't looking right. Hey, the Bible said all have sinned and come short. People in the church have messed up. Ain't, ain't nobody saying no amen now. We all have come short of the glory of God. But there's got to be a place where it's safe, where you give us time to change. 
Here's a woman kissing feet, anointing feet, pouring out her heart, giving all that she got, humbling herself. And you know, you know somebody was in there looking at her, what's, what's she doing? Kissing his feet, taking her hair, wiping his, wiping his feet with a hair, hair. And Jesus says to her, hey, thy sins are forgiven. You ain't had no love. To you done been messed up and been forgiven. And receive it. My God huh, is a forgiving God. When you repent and you say you're sorry and you truly mean it, he forgives you and loves on you. And he says, go on, go on. And they that sat at meat, it, it, Luke 7, 48 says, and he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat within began to say within themselves, who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, guess what? Thy faith hath saved thee, go in peace. Now what was her faith? The action step. The action step of kissing Jesus' feet, of humbling herself, of taking her hair and wiping his, wiping his feet and not worried about anybody else. She was giving her heart to God. She was giving her heart to God. She was repenting before God. And God said, hey, hey. Say, 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 neighbor. Sometimes when you repent, Everybody ain't going to celebrate. Everybody not going to say hallelujah. Because sometimes they need to repent too. And they ain't repented yet. So they think, hey, no, 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 no. But this woman was forgiven because she used her faith. What's faith? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. She was in hope. She was hopeful, and, and she, she had the evidence. It wasn't seen yet, but she was doing all that she needed to do for my heart, and God turned that thing around. Say, God, I thank you. My God, my. So here we connect with the next insight about being thankful for the living, for divine love connection. The love encounter will indeed require consistent daily faith action steps that express real head and heartfelt love towards the giver. Faith action steps. Say, say neighbor. Don't roll your eyes at me. But sometimes on your way to the next place you're going to have to kiss some feet. You're going to have to wipe your head, take your hair and wipe some feet. Come on, come on. You, there's something you're going to have to do that's going to please God that brings you to the next place. Say, God, thank you for the understanding. In order to do so, this woman walked in humility. As a result, the honor followed. Why? Because according to the Lord, because before honor comes humility. Now, this is one thing that I had to grow up to. When I'm being humiliated, the enemy makes you feel like there's something wrong. But I realize that humiliation is positioning me for promotion. 
Say neighbor. Humiliation is a faith action step that positions you for honor. Hallelujah. And in 2020, many of us may be humiliated on our way to honor. I hear the shouts saying, hallelujah. But do it as unto God. Do it God's way. He will show you what to do. He will tell you what to do. And when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he will do what? Exalt you. Say, God, I thank you for loving on me. Hallelujah. In other words, you learn to decrease so the Lord can do and does increase in every area of a life. Say, God's on the increase on 2020. And let me give you another example. Let's go to Acts 9. Acts 9 and verse 1. Oh, this is so awesome. Acts 9 and verse 1. Here's another example. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will thou that I must do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Now, many of you have read the Bible and read about a man by the name of Saul. Was he a good person? Hmm? Did, he, did he like Christians? He did not like Christians at all. And this, is, this ought to be an encouragement to you. When you are saved, God knows how to deal with people that don't like you. I say God knows how to snatch people who don't like you, that are trying to harm you. Saul, Saul, Saul was going around hurting Christians. But God said, that's enough. Come here, boy. Snatched him. Snatched him. And made him go blind for three days. Blind. Where he had to have a one-on-one -on -one with God. Say, say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. God is for me and not against me. Hallelujah. Folks, here we tap into another key to the love connection. The moment in time and season when you and the Lord have a very honest, huh, very honest with each other and you give all your heart and soul back to him. You place, huh, may not be Damascus, but there is a place where each of us will encounter the Lord as King of kings and Lord of lords in Jesus' name. And when you do, 
a choice to love and serve him will be on the table of life. Saul had a divine moment when God snatched him and said, now, all right, you done messed up. Stop messing up. Stop harassing my people. And for three days, he and God had a negotiation. Three days. Him and God had a negotiation. Oh, my God. Now, in verse Acts 9 and verse 13, watch what happens. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem. Behind the scenes, during those three days, God speaks to one of his representatives and says, now, I want to send you and go lay your hands on Saul. And he's having a reminder of, but the man you want me to go lay hands on is evil. He might kill me. He might take me out. He's saying this to the man who is saved. Sometimes when God is going to move you to the next position, he will use you to bring a blessing to somebody else. But then you get a little antsy because you realize that where he's trying to send you is interesting, can be very dangerous. But when it's God, God can do what? The impossible. He can make the crooked go straight and the rough places plain. And here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord has said, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him, get this, how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Now, I want you to get this part. Please get this. Saul was really messing and destroying Christians. Now God is elevating him and use him. But he going to suffer <laughs> in the process. Say anybody, anybody. that messes with me, huh? God going to make them suffer. They're going to pay. Okay. How many titles we got in here? He said, he will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you have not room enough to receive, but he will rebuke the devourer. When you give your tithes, the Lord is rebuking anyone that comes against you. Oh, y'all didn't hear that one. The Lord is rebuking whatever's coming against you. Y'all didn't say it. I said, the Lord is rebuking whatever's coming against you. Now, here's the key. When Saul was in that time of going back and forth with God, God was dealing with him. And now God is sending one of his disciples to rescue him. And he's telling him, don't worry. He's going to pay for what he did. He's going to suffer. He's a chosen vessel to bear my name. But I will show him, oh God, how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into his house and putting his hands on Saul, said, Brother Saul, get this, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in this way, as thou came, has sent me, that thou might receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Do you think that changed Paul? Do you think, don't, don't, do, you, do you really think that it made it so easy for him to be saved? If you've been a rascal on the one hand, and then all of a sudden you get saved, you got some growing to do. You got some learning to do to be able to trust God like everybody else does. Say, God, I'm understanding. There's a time and a season for everybody to change. Folks, one of the important keys regarding the love of connection is learning for yourself your kingdom purpose here in this life. Kingdom purpose. What do you mean, Pastor? Saul, on the one hand, had one purpose. But then when he met Jesus, he had a divine purpose. When you get saved, you have a divine purpose. Take your finger and point to it and say, neighbor, I got news for you. You've got a divine purpose. You can't hide from it. You want to sign it to be a blessing and walk in love everywhere you go. The God way. Hallelujah. And that's where the enemy wears us out because he keeps reminding us of our past mistakes so that we keep magnifying that and forgetting that God, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Every day is a grace day. Say, neighbor, this is a grace day. Hallelujah. In other words, what talents and gifts are in you and around you that are to be a blessing for you and others that will convey the love of God here in the earth realm. Say, I got gifts that are to be a blessing everywhere I go. All right? Now let's go to Acts 9 and 18. And watch what happens. Still dealing with Saul. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Oh, wow. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened after three days. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus, and straightway he preached Christ. Wait a minute. One minute you're cussing Christ, now you're preaching Christ. <laughs> Three days later, all of a sudden, Jesus, Jesus. You can't say enough about Jesus. Now, when you meet somebody that's been on the other side, and all of a sudden they're talking Jesus, be looking at me. See, I, they say Jesus, but do they really mean Jesus? He had to. Insp- he had to go through that. Say, neighbor, when you get saved, and people uh, know your past, they gonna have to understand that the change did come. So when they roll their eyes at you, don't be surprised. It's a process. Straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God, my God. Folks, here we connected with one more key of the love connection. When you truly love someone, you don't stop thinking and stop talking about them. Likewise, when you have a real love connection with the Lord, you never stop thinking and you never stop talking about the Lord. What do you mean? If you want everyone you connect with to know something about him and his love that lasts forever and ever. You keep talking and you keep thinking. 
Eagle Summit, we've been so blessed to have a real love connection with the Lord for these 23, 27 years. Oh my God. I give him all the glory. I give him all the praise for every restoration and every rebuilding of people's lives. I give him all the glory, all the honor for the humility that has come before the honor. Say, say neighbor, that humility is bringing you to honor in 2020 and beyond. I give him all the glory and all the honor for every one of you here today that have been on this faith journey with us as the pastor and the prophet of the house I speak a mighty blessing of overflow abundance of daily loads of benefits that exceed your hopes and your expectations as the prophet of the house may your love connection take you far beyond <laughs> huh what you've ever asked for or thought possible. In other words, may the impossible become possible. Say in 2020, the, the seeming impossible is becoming possible. Hallelujah. May mighty signs, mighty wonders, and mighty miracles manifest all the more as we press into 2020 and beyond. In the name of Jesus, I declare that peace of God rules in our hearts and the joy of the Lord keeps on being our strength. I declare that ministering angels stand charge and protect us and those connected to us each and every day, I declare that we function as the head, as the head, and not the tail, above, only, and not beneath. I declare that we stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I declare that the Holy Spirit releases his gifts and fruit in greater and greater measure that impacts our surroundings in a positive way. Words of wisdom come forth. Words of knowledge come forth. Gifts of faith come forth. Gifts of prophecy come forth. Come on, gifts. I declare that we each soar in our life purpose as we serve in the love of Jesus. Lord, together, we hunger for more and more of you so we can each share your love as we reach, as we reach for the unchurched and the unsaved as the top with greater and greater expectations of helping to raise up and develop more disciples for Jesus in these last days. Now why? Because of your overflowing love in each of us as we daily hunger for more and more of you in us to flow out of us. Together, 
Say together. together. As, we as we hunger for more and more with greater expectation, we're being thankful. Say it like you mean it. Thankful for your divine love, connection that never fails. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Say, I have a divine love connection. And that love connection never fails. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my God. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. For those of you that have been viewing, we want you to know that Jesus loves you. And if you're confessing with your mouth and believe on him in your heart, you too can be saved and you can have eternal life. And he will forgive you for all that you've done. And he will help you to become all that you are. There's a gift and treasure in you. But before you get to the treasure, you've got to move the dirt. All the things that you think are not that you want to do. So you become a doer of his word and not just a hearer. So we speak the blessing over you. And we pray for you every day. And if you need a church home, Eagle Summit is the place to come. We won't condemn you. We'll encourage you to become the champion you were born to be. Until we meet again, be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Close your eyes for a minute. Say, God, I receive this word today. Holy Spirit, I receive this word today. Increase your love in my life. Everywhere we go, you're my partner, Holy Ghost. Lead me, guide me, direct me, and help me to impact my generation and generations to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.